You're listening to a Sin podcast. You can listen to this show live by tuning your radio to 90.7 or online at sin.org.au. We at Represent would like to acknowledge and pay our respects to the traditional owners of the land on which Sin operates, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sin Media respectfully acknowledges their ancestors and elders, past, present and emerging. We would also like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land and waters across which, across which our content reaches. <laughs> Sovereignty has never been ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Go to school. That's what we're Represent. You're listening to Represent. You're listening to Represent. Yes, you are. And Hello. guess what has happened this week, Guys, everyone? You're going to be mind blown. What is it? I'm actually. No, wait, what are we talking to... about? Oh, are we talking about the same thing? We're talking about that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. guys. <laughs> guys. Radiothon has been Wake such up, a... Wake up, babe. Radiothon. Has been extended. Woo! It's been such a roaring success <laughs> that, the, that the sin gods have said, you know what, guys, we can't end the fun here. we got to keep going. we got to keep Radiothon going. It's just too they good. They just couldn't say no. They just couldn't... They, they could not say no. They really needed to keep it going because we were all having too much fun here yeah, at yeah, Sin. Yeah, yeah, We just love our five minutes at the start of every <laughs> single week. We, we can't get enough of it. Freddie would actually do this for the whole show. I literally, ac- actually, in my real life that exists outside of this studio... I don't know what you're talking about. He, I, he doesn't leave. I leave after this. He doesn't leave. I go into hibernation in the corner there. Yeah. But, um, There's a chair there for him. Yeah, it's There's like actually a... actually two. He's got two different corners he could be in. It's like a cryogenic, like, chamber. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wait for the next Represent episode yeah. to go to air. He just thinks about all the people who could be donating to Radiothon and who aren't. Well, where can they donate to Radiothon, Well, Bridie? I'm so glad you asked. You can go to syn.org.au slash donate. Yes, you can. And you can give your hard-earned money to keep hard-earned student journalists like us on the radio. <laughs> your hard-earned money. And don't forget, as we say every week, it's tax-deductible, guys. Ah, true. Yeah. The ATO is going to look at your tax return and be like, they donated to SIN? Goddamn! <laughs> you can have your you... every all of the money that you want to claim on tax. You can have it back. That that's not actual financial. We are, advice. We are not financial we should, advisors. We should clarify that. Yeah. But Bridie, <laughs> yes, let's Bridie. say look. I'm on the edge about donating to Radiothon, right? Well, why? Well, That's like, pretty slack of you, to be honest. I'm just like... As a member of the show, <laughs> I'm pretty disappointed. <laughs> I'll, I'll just leave. See ya. Oh, yeah, you're but, out. Uh, oh, this okay. is a solo show now. I'm, I'm done. But, um, you know, something that would really push me yeah. is if there was, like, like a raffle or something. Like a prize? Like a prize, that yeah. That you, like, there could pri- win? Yeah. Are there really? prizes on offer, Bridie? Well, Perhaps, you know maybe? That's so funny that you mentioned that. Because 
You can win one of three what? prize packs. They're actually huge. There's actually a video on at Sin Media on Instagram and maybe on Twitter. I don't know. Do they put it on Twitter? Uh, does Sin have a Twitter? I don't know. Yes, I, don't use I tag Twitter them enough. all the time. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, there's a video of us running away or being caught running away with our three prize packs from last week. We may have tried week. to steal them, yeah. Yeah, they're good prize packs. They have tattoo vouchers. What? What? We made out. We, we planned our tattoos. We tweeted it. Check it out on our Twitter at SinRepresent. Anyone who donates over $200 to the Sin Radiothon, I will get your name tattooed on my back. As long as you cite that donation as being for represent. Oh, okay. So this is so like... No, not just anyone it. could have donated. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you have to be listened. You have to use the code word represent. Okay. I love it. That's so fun. Um, you can win other things. <laughs> Moving on, you Not can win... Not just your name on my body. You can get so many other great things. You can win homies, streetwears, crewnecks, jumpers and tees. I'm in need of some new clothes, so... Yeah, you are, actually. You wear the same thing every week. Uh, it's either your money laundering t-shirt or, like... I don't know. Well, I'm, That's the only one I remember, to be fair. Well, being in a cryogenic chamber for... <laughs> For, for a week each time. I don't get the chance to change my clothes a whole lot. Oh, well, that's rough, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe people should donate to syn.org.au slash donate to buy Freddie some new clothes. Exactly, yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs> um, you can win a record paradise voucher and merch. Ooh. Uh, actually, there's a lot of record stuff. Rocksteady Records merch pack, Natural Selection Records $50 vouchers, Cinema Nova double passes if you want to go around being like, oh, yes, I'm a film buff. I'm a film buff. I Freddie, love all of the movies. what's your mind? again? My, 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 um, my minor might be potentially, possibly maybe cinema studies. I don't wow. really know. That. Like, don't quote me Have on that. Have you donated but to I, win your uh, cinema Nova Actually, pass? I was the first person on the represent team to donate. I'm just, true, I'm, I'm just putting it I out there. I'm just putting it out I don't think Naya's donated. I don't think Naya has donated. Naya, I know you're listening at home, because if I, you're not, what are you doing? But like, well, she might be in bed. You she, know, she, might, she might be in bed. Which I would respect as a choice. But she should be Fair. listening to this show in bed, and Naya, you better donate like right now. We're I checking. know you have your debt. We've got it open. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We've got the donation <laughs> counter going on right now with all the names. Like, yep. um, thank you for the $21 anonymous five hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, and of course your donation will go to keeping this station on the air. It's run entirely by under 25s, and I believe it is the only station in Australia that is. Fun fact. So that's pretty good. Yeah, fun fact. We're pretty cool. We're really us. cool. Exactly. We're so, 18, and I don't know how old you are. You're I, 19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that, you're 19. Yeah, I'm 19. Yeah. <laughs> you said um, that like I'm so much older. I was like, God damn. No, <laughs> I don't know how old you are. I, don't know, I you're, do now. You're, you're 25, anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, you're 30. 60. <laughs> I gave them a fake ID so I could join Sim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, we're youthful. We're... Yeah. Vibrant, we're exciting, we're friends with Sammy J. We Woo! are friends with Sammy J. We, we, we actually met him in person. We met him in person, we were so excited. On Check what out day Instagram was it again? Details. It was on Saturday. Saturday? Yeah, yeah Saturday. Saturday sounds about right. Because yeah. we went to the kazoos thing <laughs> Ten, at Fed Square. 10,000 kazoos. 10,000 kazoos. And we played our kazoos and we set that world record. My kazoo did not work, so I was just there sort of going <gasps> through my kazoo being like, I hope it's working and I hope no one around me can tell that I sound really stupid. I'm sure it was very effective. I was uh, off, after that when um, me and my mate went to Melbourne Central, I was mm. playing my kazoo all the way 
As you should there, be, And to people be were just looking at me. Yeah, and I'm like, I rang my know. brother. I mean, he was like one room away. But yeah. last night I rang my brother to be like, come out and talk to me. But I just <laughs> talked through the kazoo That sounds really desperate. So, well, yeah, I just people talked through talk the People don't talk to Bridie outside of this show. She just has to <laughs> beg her brother to I talk to silently. her. sit silently. That's why I have so many things to say. <laughs> That's why I make such a great radio host. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Um, yeah. Anyway, we love to Sammy J. He's the best. Um, hey, Sammy. I hope you're listening you... right now. Can you tweet us if you're listening? And then also donate at syn.org.au slash donate. You don't have to donate. I reckon Sammy J gets passed. He, he should just be entered in just for, like, talking yeah, to us. He donated his time to us. And yeah. that's what really counts. That's that's what means the most. And like, if any other like politicians or political figures or anything like that, maybe Donald Trump donate should their donate. Time. Yeah, exactly. We're about to talk about him maybe a little bit later. Yeah, uh, after some songs. <laughs> well, after after some <laughs> but, cheeky songs. Um, I reckon I reckon Trump should donate. Trump should donate. I mean, I'm pretty sure. Like, I haven't seen his tax records. No one has. But um, <laughs> yeah, we have, and he paid nothing. But like, yeah. So he has a lot of money to donate. He can deduct to it. He, he he could deduct his sin donation so the government would then owe him more money. <laughs> I'm sure that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Get around Radiothon, syn.org.au slash donate. It's been such a roaring success. They've extended it another week. Exactly. So it's like, there's no reason not to get involved, you know? So true. Well, on that note, let's go to a song and then we'll be back with some what's, actual news and content that we the do song, on the show. Yeah. Uh, feel so bad by Katie Steele. That's one I can actually read. That's what we'll. Well, that's what we'll feel like if you don't donate. Yep. Syn.org.au/slash/donate. All right, you're listening to Represent. You are back on Represent. Yay! Yay! What were you doing in the song break, Bridie? I was dancing to the cool song. Ah, so you were wasting your time because you weren't donating. You weren't donating to syn.org.au slash donate. I thought talk about how good that song was. Oh, no, the song was very good, and that's from our lovely Sweet 16, curated by our music directors. Wow, I never thought I would hear the day where Freddie promotes a music show at Sydney. Donate what do you mean? We to love Sin all if you want to hear shows. Freddie promote more music shows. Yeah, what do you mean? I love the hoist that comes immediately after us, and I'm sure the hoist loves us too. Yeah, we are not good studio I don't, companions. Yeah, we're, we're sorry, hoist we're people. Sorry. We kind of <laughs> we feel really bad every week. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's move countries. Let's run oh, away from them. Oh, shit, when's, when's the flight? Now. Oh, damn, let's go! Um, yeah, we're off to the airport um, to go to America. <laughs> uh, we... <laughs> so Why are we going to I... America, Brian? I'm so glad you asked. Because we're going to go and interview Donald Trump. Because what? he's been indicted again. What? Again. Wow. It's like a broken record. It's like a broken record. It keeps on coming around. It comes again. I wonder. Oh. Do you reckon how many times do you reckon he'll be indicted? Like, ooh, I don't want. I don't want to put a figure on it. Well, but, I just um, asked you to. So. I, <laughs> this is executive producer yeah, abuse right I'm an here. EP, yeah, and I asked you to guess a number. There's an, there's an imbalance of power here. Well, look, it's at least how many times has it been now? Two. This is it's at least two times, right? Thanks for that. Well, why was why was uh, the star of Home Alone 2 lost in New York, Donald Trump indicted this time. Well, I'm so glad you asked. I did notice that you really sidestepped my question, but I'm going to move on. So he's been encountered on 30... He's been indicted on encounters. 37 counts. He's been encountered on 37 dites. He's been <laughs> indicted on 37 counts for hoarding classified documents Ooh. and obstructing a grand jury probe. 
Oh, wow. Now, did you see the pictures of um, the documents in the bathroom? No. What? Seriously? No. Oh, my what? God. Look them up. Wait, what's this? Because it's insane. What do, I, what do I look up for this? Trump Donald documents, Trump documents bathroom. bathroom? Yeah. Like, he's literally got a bathroom in Mar-a-Lago in Florida, and he's got no. a toilet and a sink. A sink and then a toilet. If you're going from, like, where the photographer's standing, you've got on the left a sink, a toilet, a wall of boxes of documents, and then you can see a shower yeah. curtain behind it, and that's the shower. That is... Yeah, I'm looking at it now. This isn't... It's insane, This right? isn't a good look. This no. is really bad. Is this actually his house? Yeah. I thought that was, like, a fake photo from, like, the 80s or something, but that's legitimately, like, what they've found. His house looks like it's from the 80s. Well, it's a resort in Florida, like, is to it? be fair. I wouldn't stay here. This looks ugly. But... Well, I also saw wow. a great video on the New York Times Instagram that was... It really satisfied the part of me that loves grand designs because it was like an analysis of where the bathroom is. So they found documents in his bathroom and in his office, like in an unlocked desk drawer. Yeah. And so it showed you like from a, like a little model of the whole resort. Of like where a floor the, plan sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, like a floor okay. plan. But you could like see, anyway, it's really cool. Um, And you could see where the documents were and how it was like behind an unlocked door and like they would hold functions like right next to it. And so people could really just walk walk past and they could walk in and look at these classified documents. I think that's extremely. And there was like eight photos of like really high profile people that he's met with in this office that's had these classified documents in an unlocked desk drawer. Like. It's like, Bruh. this is not real, right? This, this is, is a joke, right? This, this, this can't be real. Exactly. It's crazy. It's. I feel like it's so ironic that his entire, like, a, a good chunk of his 2016 campaign was, like, Hillary and her email server. Mm-hmm. What's this? The irony. I, what, the irony. What, what is this? Like, the documents know. are right next to, like, a window as well. Yeah. Like, you could just... You can just Someone look could just in. Bam! Open it. Yeah, I've I'll find. I think I'll find the video and I'll retweet it on the represent Twitter because what it is was, the represent Twitter, Brady? <laughs> sin represent. Oh, that's great. How do you spell so sin? S Y N R E P R E S E N T. Oh, okay, okay, good, good. Yeah. I spelled it wrong. Sorry. Oh, that's that's pretty disappointing. Yeah, I had like a few W's in there. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, that was that's a video worth searching, seeking out. I think. Yeah. Because I mean. I like to nose around yeah. houses. Bridie's nosy. I'm a bit nosy. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Um, so we've had, you know, quotes from everyone and we've had what Literally everyone everyone. Thinks. But so basically the ABC's got a good article about exactly what Trump is accused of. Okay, they what is that? They say there's um, absolutely a horrific picture of him on that article. Oh, the one you showed it me at the start. It is traumatising and I can't look at it. Um, yeah, anyway, it's not nice. It's not good. <laughs> so the classified material he's unlawfully been holding on to, mm. it's got information on nuclear pro- programs, potential vulnerabilities of the US and allies, and allies to military attack, um, oh. and of sharing it with others who were not authorised to see. Oh. Yep. And Trumpy, what are you doing? I know. What right? is this? That's pretty crazy, to be honest. Yeah. He's also alleged to have conspired with an aide to... In- uh, obstruct. Oh my god, I can't talk today. To obstruct the Department of Justice's investigation into this. So, essentially, 
Um, Jack Smith, who's a special counsel who led the investigation, said that our laws that protect national defence information should are critical to the safety and security of the United States and they must be enforced. Violations of these laws put our country at risk. Fair enough. I should have read that in American accent. <laughs> do your best American accent right now. No, I'm not going to do Damn that. Damn it. I'll make a fool of myself. Anyway, so Trump obviously is saying that he's deranged and blah, blah, blah. It's it's not true. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he's... Like, there are boxes on a stage in the ballroom of Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, I saw that one. That's crazy. That... Like, people have... They've held events in that ballroom. Do you reckon the documents were there when they held the events? Like, they're just like, <laughs> no, guys, no one's allowed on the stage. No. Probably <laughs> Why not. you get out of those boxes? <laughs> Who let the dog in here? No, no, no. <laughs> like, what? I just can't believe that this is, like... Like, like, a thing. Yeah. This is this is a joke, right? Yeah. So, like, one of his aides has been in, also been indicted. He found boxes in the storage room with contents spilling onto the floor, including oh documents marked secret. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, it says "rel to USA FVEY," which apparently means it should only be released to members of the Five Eyes Intelligence oh, Agent God, Alliance, right. which includes Australia, New Zealand, US. Is the UK in it? UK. There's one more. Canada. I think so. Yeah, I reckon yeah. that's it. I feel like I feel like it'd be Canada. Yep. Very good. It's You're like right. AUKUS but bigger. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's really just crazy. I can't get over the bathroom photo. Like, I, that is just... It looks like it's something from Watergate. This looks like something that the chaser would publish. Uh-huh. Exactly. Like, this is... This has to be a joke. Yeah. Well. This can't... This... I, I'm, I'm, I'm just struggling to wrap my head around it, because it's just the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It's so, like... Oh. Seriously. Imagine sort of like, you know, how like, you know, people take like their phones to the bathroom or like, I guess before phones, people used to take like their newspapers to the bathroom. Yeah, it's like, no need. Trump's got your reading material <laughs> sorted. sorted. <laughs> you want to know about a war? Yeah. <laughs> that we haven't told war. the public about? Hey, oh, you want to yeah. know the launch codes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, they're aware that there will be planned protests, they being Trump's team, um, and they've called for peaceful action. I mean, imagine if they hadn't said that. They'd just call for action. It'd be like, everyone's really uh, nervous, I think it's safe to say, about uh, yeah. avoiding um, the events of a certain January 6th. I wonder what that could be. What could that possibly be? What could that be? Yeah, that but was yeah. a crazy... I remember um, I was in Brisbane at my aunt and uncle's house and my cousin was living in America at the time. Oh, so wow. on the day they woke up and they had CNN... So we put CNN on because I woke up. I was like, what is Frank, happening? You, that's not my like good Trump accent. Sorry. And so we like, we just sat and watched it all day because we were like, what the hell? This is insane. It was, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. It was mind blowing. Yeah. It's anyway. So, it's something sort of like a book. Yeah. Like it's like a it's fiction book. not real. Yeah. Well, it, it was, unfortunately. Yeah. Bad news. <laughs> Conspiracy theories on represent. Yeah. <laughs> the capital was fake. <laughs> Uh, anyway, it's Trump a hologram, told, guys. Um, We're joking. He was on Roger Stone, conservative provocateurs podcast. Oh, oh. Uh, he said, "Trump said we need strength at this point. Everyone is afraid to do anything. <laughs> They're afraid to talk. They have to go out and protest peacefully." And Roger Stone called on Trump supporters planning protests to keep it peaceful, civil, and legal. 
So are the protests to protest him being indicted? Yeah. Okay, that because for a second I thought the protests were about him just having documents in his bathroom. Oh no, no, no! These are but the Trump like, supporters no, yeah, protesting. They, they, that, that's okay, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. So the former Attorney General, who was an early part of the Trump administration, um, he said that Trump could be in deep trouble and that there's no way Trump has a right to maintain or to retain, sorry, some of the material alleged to be in his possession. And Trump has said, of course, that even if he's convicted, he won't drop out of the presidential race. He's still going for 2024. He's still a front runner. Yeah. I was sort of reading that, you know, people are talking a lot about like primaries now and stuff. And I was like, yes. have we even had midterms? And then I was like, yes, we have. We We're have. halfway through 2023. Yeah. <laughs> so that was just the passage of time. Well, at um, the moment, blowing my mind. For the Republican nomination, it's between him and Ron DeSantis, I believe and is the Mike name. And Mike Pence, I guess. And Mike Pence. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, so it'll be interesting. Does like, do we think that this is going to affect his chances at all? I don't think it's going to. Oh, I don't know. I reckon. I think it depends how it plays out, Freddie. That's true. That's true. Shall we go to a song? <laughs> What's the song? Is it over by Likey Lee? They're my uh, favorite. I'm going to guess it. They're my so, favorite. Um, Sweet yep. Sixteen knows me too well. <laughs> you're listening to Represent. Stay with us. You are back on Represent. Welcome back. I we hope we missed you. We missed you. I hope you missed us. Too. I hope you missed us too. How are you guys going? Um, I'm great, Freddie. Thanks so much for That's asking. That's so great. We also now have Lachlan in the studio. Yeah. Hello, Lachlan. Sorry, your oh, mic's not you. on. Give me two no. seconds. Oh, wow. <laughs> Didn't miss me that much. Yeah. Well, to be fair, we're busy catching up on life, discussing the show. Yeah. Lots it's been a good show, yeah. Song. We've just sort of been chatting, you yeah. know? Yeah. It's been... It's low-key vibes. Yeah. Low-key low vibes. I feel like it's a pretty low-key kind of week. Yeah. Well, I feel like post-exams, post-uni, semester yeah. break, we need yeah. sort of like a... Like a chill out show, and you know. I need to decompress. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why I have Bridie's trumpet right here, and she <laughs> is going to play. I'm going to play the, my the next half an hour. Etude number three, I think it was three or four. No, it was three. You're going to play it for the rest of our show, and then for the first hour of the hoist. I'm sure they'll <laughs> appreciate <laughs> local the hoist lift. becomes a <laughs> classical music show. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, represent, we represent all music genres. Exactly. We're representative. We're very representative. Anyway, um, as a young person, I'm often the only young person in the Hamer Hall audience if, with my MSO student membership. Hey! But you know what? I don't care. I sit there with my old friends. Own it. Well, I see on your story, like, at least, like, twice a week, there'll be a... Not twice a week. There'll be a photo of, like, you, like, the like in an auditorium with, like, yep. music. Yep. And I'm like, damn... Bridey really doesn't do anything, does she? Whoa. I'm joking. I'm Bean joking. Calls. Isn't that rude, Lachlan? I'm joking. Don't it's agree. like the killing season in here. Like, it's, I know, it's brutal. Knifing Bridey in the I know. I know. Well, Lachlan, now I'm going to insult you for a bit. So, <laughs> hey guys, do you want to host a radio show with me? I'll insult you for an hour. You can insult me all you want. There's no self-esteem to lose. No, that's fair. Whoa, that's been a fair. rough week, man. It's What's going on? You want to talk, talk about it? Do you want to talk about it? It's been a rough year, anyway. Oh, Freddie, what, a... what have you got for us? I, I don't even know what to think anymore. What is this show now? <laughs> I... <laughs> don't worry, guys. Okay, let's let's um let's pull it together. Let's pull it together. We are we are professionals. We're we interviewed okay. Sammy J. We interviewed John Pizzuto. This is the post uni 
episodes. It's we're just the, decompressing. It's the post-Pashido show. That's what it is. Post-Pashido like, yeah. show. How do we, how do we top come that? Down. Yeah, exactly. So, speaking of coming down, Brett Sutton is stepping down from his role as the chief health officer. Uh, he resigned on Friday after being the CHO since 2019. So, of course, he is the face that we all saw during the COVID press conferences. Did you guys, like, get really into watching those during COVID? Who didn't? Every day. I sat down. I, not every day for me. Um, actually, that's not true. It was during recess for yeah. school. So I would go out, I'd put it on, and then I'd be like, okay, this is kind of boring. They're saying the same things yesterday, and then I'd walk away. Yeah. Um, but Fair when enough. it was like... Near the end of a lockdown, every day. Every day the you were on The whole time it. I was there. When is this ending? Yeah. Is it over? Get yes. me out. Get me out of here. <laughs> well, basically, um, Brett Sutton, I'm not saying this in a negative way, I should be very clear. Um, I'm, I'm just saying it very... Okay. Ob- in an observa- I'm saying it very observationally. Brett Sutton is basically the reason we had all those lockdowns, right? Um, <laughs> I'm not saying this in a negative again, way. Again, I'm, like, I'm saying it just observationally because yep. that's the role of the chief, the chief health officer. They make advice to the government on various sort of, um, various sort of health and stuff policies. And he's basically the reason we had some of the longest lockdowns in the world. Melbourne was in fact the second most lockdown city in the world. Second. Second, yeah. We were no. overtaken by a city in Myanmar. They were oh, locked down Myanmar. for 400 and... F- Myanmar. Um, we, they were locked down for 405 days uh, oh, okay. overall. We were locked down for 263. Oh, jeez Louise. Thanks, Brett. We Sutton. got nothing on them. Yeah, exactly. We were like... I, well, we were the most locked down city for a while, and then Myanmar beat us somehow. Yeah. So... I'm going to announce here, guys, I'm putting us into lockdown. I'm the new chief Whoa. health officer. We have to beat me and That's Ma. a scoop, everyone. I know. Maybe I should tweet that. <laughs> Freddie Moffat, new chief health <laughs> officer. <laughs> but, um, yep, so basically Sutton's stepping down. He stepped down on Friday. He's had a bit of a mixed reception through his time as CHO. A lot of people said he made some tough but necessary decisions through COVID while making his decisions based on science. Uh, which I've got, which I guess wasn't really something that was a very new sort of avenue for politics at the time, and he was also called very, very similar to the state daddy name for um, Mark McGowan. Uh, he was called the Silver Fox Lining of COVID lockdowns. Oh, uh, okay, I get that. That's kind of funny. Are you, are you a are you a fan of Brett Sutton, Brady? I never quite got the hype, to be honest. You never, he had like, like I respect him absolutely. Yeah. I think he worked really, really hard for like two very hard years. Oh, absolutely. But I was not like... I didn't buy a cushion with his face on it. People were doing that. People bought, like, bedspreads. Yeah. Like, dooners. That was insane. It's so weird seeing all these, like, fan clubs that have generated for politicians over lockdown, because I'm only just sort of mm-hmm. discovering all of them. Like, jeez. Oh, really? Yeah, because I wasn't, like, I, I wasn't, like, yeah, out true. there you with a like, stan Cole. account for my favourite politician. I think that's normal to not have a it's not. Account. It's normal not to. Yeah, okay. I would say so. Phew. Okay. Um, From someone who's been like watching politics for a few years, Bright has got seven stan accounts for various I different politicians. <laughs> Release the stan accounts, Bright. No, maybe we should make represent stan accounts. <laughs> we we, we just, make a stan we stand account for everyone our own because show. we're impartial. Speaking of being impartial, 
exciting news. We got our first hate tweet. Oh, Woo! yeah. You've made it. This is exciting. We are famous. We've got it, guys. So exciting. And we had, um, because John Pesuto published a little um promo for Radiothon on his Instagram account, mm-hmm. and there's like one comment on there, and the comment is just lefties. <laughs> and no, but that balances out the hate tweet. No, yeah, I know. It does. So we've got, we're being we're attacked even. from all sides. That's where we want to be. Support. It's like we're that, like Virginia um, Trioli. I think it was the BBC that said, we know we've done our job when we get equal uh, complaints from both sides of the political spectrum. Yeah. So we're winning right now. So we are doing our job. Uh, tell your friends to yes, hate exactly. tweet us. <laughs> tweet us at Sid Represent. We'll take any tweets. Speaking of hate tweets, um, Brett Sutton certainly copped a few of them during his time yeah. as Chief oh Health Officer. Oh my God, I do not envy that man's social media manager. He was the subject of various conspiracy theories, mainly surrounding his medical credentials during his time as the chief health officer and he was also on the receiving end of some death threats which is of course terrible horrible <laughs> and appalling he was also very heavily criticized when the hotel quarantine system sort of sort of collapsed a little yeah, bit that was a bit of a train wreck and that fair. of course sec- caused our second uh covid wave in victoria that one hit me hard i'm not gonna lie really that you reckon that was the worst that the that was lockdown? oh it was the second or the third one it was really bad then no i think the it was the third, third was one that got sure, me really it? was it the third one that was quite maybe it was the fourth i've lost count of them there's like there six, six of them right? up there yeah i think the last one was the worst for me really? it was yeah. just like come on well, I just, how are we still here i just remember on um i think i don't know it was like one of the later ones it was like th- at least the third one it was yeah. like announced while i was at school and it was like the one yeah. that was going into effect at 6 p.m that night yeah, i remember that i remember yeah i needed a new blazer for school yeah so i had to be like mum we're going into <laughs> lockdown can you pick me up so we can we go and get this blazer, blazer. <laughs> well she was the one who wanted the blazer i was like well we can't get it if we don't go tonight <laughs> yeah. so we had to go we drove off and we got the blazer Hey, good work. Well, I didn't want it. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, there we go. But yeah, it was like, I don't know, one of the later ones, and like it was announced... I was going at 6pm that night and I was just on the tram ride home and I was just trying to hold back tears. I'm like, I'm so done with this. I'm over it. I will be back. Yeah. Yeah, I remember they put an announcement on the school system being like... You're in lockdown again. Well, I thought it was so funny how, like, when COVID was, like, a new thing, everyone was like, put us into lockdown, let's go. And then I think once it actually happened, people were like, oh, this sucks. Yeah, but I also feel like... Um, when we came out of it and had to go back to school and we were all so exhausted, I was like, oh my God, let's go back into lockdown. And then we did and I was like, oh my God, let me out. And then I was like, oh my God, back to lockdown. Variety was controlling the lockdowns. <laughs> conspiracy theory alert. Conspiracy theory. I am Brett Sutton. It's not a conspiracy theory, it's an alternative fact. <laughs> <laughs> We are really transforming this show today. I know, Jeez. today is not going well. But, um, no, it's a great show. But anyway, jo- we're joking, of course. But jokes aside, the details on his resignation are yet to be finalised with a departure date and a replacement still to be confirmed. And when he announced his resignation, he sort of cited similar reasons to Mark McGowan's resignation. He never outright said he was exhausted, but I have a cheeky quote here from Brett Sutton. I thought you were going to say a cheeky suspicion that a he cheeky, was exhausted. A che- well, I, I also have a cheeky suspicion that he was exhausted, but I also have a cheeky quote from Brett Sutton, which gives me that cheeky suspicion. Exciting. Um, I don't have, like, a Brett Sutton accent prepared, so you'll have to put on... I, I don't think there is a Brett, <laughs> yeah, Sutton, Brett accent. Sutton accent. I'm sure the Stan Twitter accounts will be tweeting True. us being like, there is. There is. Um, So he said on Friday to reporters, 
On the one hand, it helped me to grow personally and professionally, that being his role as the Chief Health Officer. On the other hand, it nearly crushed me and it certainly weighed upon my family life. And I don't want them to have to carry that in the same way ever again. And I think that's really fair because mm. Chief Health Officer during COVID... Anything in health or government during COVID? Like, yikes. Absolutely nightmarish. It'd be horrible. It'd be World. really bad. So I can certainly respect the kind Especially of wants to take a Especially such a public-facing role. Exactly. Where I he's, can't imagine. Where he's got to sort of step up in front of the state on TV, in front of Every reporters. Every single day. Exactly. And be like, hey, guys, we're still in lockdown and we're not coming out. And this many people died. Sorry. Exactly. It wouldn't be a fun job to have. So, like, no. absolute round of applause to him, honestly. I couldn't do it. Lachlan Clark. Lachlan? Sorry, I'm just, you're just cracking jokes here, and I'm trying to finish my segment and not well, get sued later. Well, maybe you should later. have been a little bit more prepared. <laughs> I should have. I should have. That's on me. You caught me slipping this week. No, no. Lachlan did a fantastic interview that we are going to play at the end yeah, of the show, so, so you get a pass. You've also oh, donated at SYN. You've really, you've really hyped it up, Freddie. <laughs> It's we'll a good see. interview. It's a good interview. But yeah, um we have full faith. We have full faith. It's this is a supportive show here at Represents. Yeah. Uh, despite appearances sometimes. This is a, this is a supportive show. Bridie's <laughs> <laughs> just holding the mic now. She's taking it off the stand and she's just holding it. I don't know, it. I just got a bit bored. I always want something to do with my hands. I'm a bit fidgety, that. so this is what I'm doing. Here we now. go. We're all gonna do this. So <laughs> not Lachlan. I'm not His hands are busy typing. There we go. Whoa. This is just a bit of an Instagram feed post, yeah, I feel like. Well, Come I just on. did a feed post. We, oh, well, another do one. Do another one. Two in, two in one day. <laughs> okay. Unstoppable. But, um, we're taking a photo right now. But anyway, <laughs> um, so stepping down from his position, he is now taking up a position as the head of biosecurity and health at the okay. Commonwealth Science and um, Industrial Research Organization, which when is you a call it that, government no role. one knows what that is. It's, the CSIRO. Yeah, when you say that, now I know. Well, when I, I'm not going to lie. When I was re when I, researching this, he was like, um, he's going to take up a role at the CSIRO. And I genuinely didn't know what it stood for until now. <laughs> oh, I could not have so, told you. So, Definitely not. Yeah, um, I'm glad I know that now, so that's a fun little fact. And I think it's also very interesting to note that um, the CHO, they don't actually do any policy making outside of providing advice to the health minister, and that's who sort of decides on all of these things. Um, so, yeah, uh, Brett Sutton, you've, earned, you've very well deserved retirement you have not retirement but you've really earned your stepping down i guess he's not retiring <laughs> he's not retiring no i don't yeah. know what i'm saying all right um, well shall we go to a song so that we can regroup <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean this let's is great. refocus let's refocus. reassess we'll get it back on the road yeah, yeah, yeah. i believe in us got his we'll thing back. next here we go <laughs> all right you're listening What's to the song, Sin. uh the song is king cruel called That Is My Life, I think. King Brett Sutton. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, stay with us. Stay with us. You are back on Represent. Welcome, Welcome back. back. We missed you. Did you miss us? <laughs> tweet uh, us and tell tweet us. Tweet us and let us know. <laughs> like our new Instagram post, please. There are two of them, actually. There's two, uh, two for the price two of one. Two in an hour. Two for the price of one. Believe it or not. And we said this was the soft episode, but we're going hard on the grand. We're going hard on so the socials true. today plugging, tweeting. I tweeted Lachlan. Yeah. Um, I said we've had John Pesuto, we've had Adam Bant, we've had Sam Ratnam, Daniel Andrews and Albo, where are you? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, let's do a segment. Let's do a let's segment. Do some what news. you got for let's us? Let's do some news. Um, what I have is 
it's it's three stories in one. This is the slow-moving train wreck that is a court case, some ministers are caught up, just everything in Canberra is just not not going fantastically. Things are bad. Um, this, so this involves, um, of course, the ongoing um, kind of um, Brittany Higgins and um, Bruce Lerriman um, kind of saga that mm. started as an allegation that turned into a court case was that, that now the turned start into of a last year or was no, it, it was 2021? actually start of start of twenty twenty one. So this Far has been going out. on. This has been mm. going on for a very long time, um, and I guess to that point. So let's kind of let's have a bit of a recap here how, because how did it we is get here, Lachlan? right? Yeah. So it is it is going as far back as twenty twenty one, and that's when uh, Liberal Party staffer Brittany Higgins went public with an allegation she was sexually assaulted by another party staffer, Bruce Lerriman. Now this case went to trial last year. And um, unfortunately, um, juror misconduct resulted in a mistrial. Now, the ACT's uh, director of public prosecution, so he's the one who decides what cases go to trial and what ones don't. Um, so his name is Shane Drumgold. He decided not to hold a retrial. That means that this case is untested in criminal court. So no one's been found guilty, and there, are, you know, the evidence hasn't been, you know, decided upon and deliberated on by a jury. Now, John Gold said that a retrial would pose a risk to Higgins' mental health. Now, that is not completely unfounded because um, Higgins was hospitalised in June 2021 after going public with her allegation. Uh, now, in December, the ACT, they launched a review into the first and now the only trial. This year, it's heard evidence from and examined the conduct of Drumgold, the prosecutors um, and the people involved with the court system, but also police and their actions, because there were some allegations made there about perhaps some pressure put on by police. So there's been lots of evidence heard about that. And now more recently this year, um, Bruce um, Lerriman has launched defamation proceedings against the ABC, uh, which uh, published some of the allegations, um, particularly on its Four Corners report, and um, with um, Louise Milligan being involved with that as well. Um, Network Ten, which of course ran that interview with uh, Lisa Wilkinson um, on that on that you know very um, you know the episode of the project scene around the world, and the News Corp, where um, Samantha Maiden was really leading the coverage there. Um, now he has since settled with News Corp. So there's no ongoing defamation proceedings against News Corp, but Channel 10 and the ABC are still very much in the firing line leading up to what's then happened quite recently. Interesting. So we've, that's all in the past. What's happening now? What's happening now? Everything's happening now. So last week... Oh, wow. I'm sold. Tell me more. Yeah. So look, what, what's happening now is there's been text messages from um, Brittany Higgins' phone, um, police interview recordings, and then a five-hour audio recording of a meeting between Brittany Higgins, uh, Lisa Wilkinson, and some others. So Brittany's partner, um, a producer from the project. And so this meeting happened before her interview with the project in 2021. Those were all leaked to the media. So the leaked audio of that um, meeting, that was broadcast during a Seven News Spotlight interview, uh, which aired earlier this month um, with um, Bruce Lerriman, while the text messages, they were published by The Australian. So you have multiple outlets now with these, with these drops. Uh, making public uh, messages and um, kind of content, which is believed to have surfaced and been furnished as part of the court proceedings last year. That is not entirely confirmed. So before Brittany Higgins went public with her allegation, 
providing some context here to the leaked audio and the leaked text messages. Let's start with the text messages. Before Higgins went public with her allegation, her partner texted her that Senator Katie Gallagher messaged me, she's angry and she wants to help. Now that's new information because at the time in 2021, Gallagher told the Senate no one has any knowledge um, and no one had any knowledge of the allegations before they were public. But now we have this text message which appears to contradict that. And on Saturday, um, Gallagher said, I was aware of some allegations um, in the days leading up to the choice of Miss Brittany Higgins to make those allegations public. So again, that does appear to contradict the statement that she made in the Senate back in 2021. Um, Anthony Albanese did go on Sunrise on, on Friday and he said that he doesn't believe uh, Senator Gallagher misled Parliament, but that was, of course, a day before she then made that statement to media on the Saturday. So that's the text messages and that's the scandal there. With the audio, so the leaked meeting audio features uh, Lisa Wilkinson struggling to pronounce Senator Jacinta Nampajimpa Price's name. Um, she went, oh, she's an Indigenous woman. And then a project producer kind of jumped in and went, see, we know brown people. Um, and that was a comment on the Liberal Party's approach to the, the pre-selection, kind of implying that um, perhaps there were um, some untoward things happening there and kind of the, the implication being that perhaps um, the senator wasn't selected um, on merit. So... Senator Price has gone to 2GB and she said these comments were racist and derogatory and I certainly didn't get to where I am now without hard work, without the respect of my community. Uh, Lisa Wilkinson has also since apologised for the remarks. She said, I sincerely apologise to Senator Price for any offence I may have caused. Uh, too late, though, to stop that story being covered around the world in deadline in the US and also um, in the UK. So that that's the audio recording. Um, again, another, um, you know, um, a bit of, you know, um, an artefact for the project that has been heard around the world. Interesting. They seem to be getting a bit of a bit of publicity around a the bit. world. A bit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we've had the past, we've had the present. What about the future? The future, yeah. So um, very, very quickly to wrap up because we are running out mm. of time and we've yeah, got this okay. interview to get to. Yeah. Um, so Larriman's defamation cases against uh, the ABC and Network 10 are still ongoing, as I said. Um, and so as part of that, uh, Lisa Wilkinson's lawyer, um, Sue Chrysanthu, she represented Christian Porter in, um, I believe that was 2021. It may have been 2022. I don't know at the moment. Um, we'll Google it. We'll circle back next week. Uh, but uh, she intends to make an application to the court about this leaked material, where it's come from, um, believing that it's, it's intimidating witnesses who may need to come forward to testify in this defamation case. Um, the ACT Board of Inquiry, uh, they're the ones who were um, ma making that report and running that investigation into the trial, the criminal trial last year. They're finalising that report at the end of July. Um, so that is kind of what we're waiting to hear at this point. So we're seeing how those defamation cases are going and we are also um, very much, um, yeah, we're, we're following the defamation case, but we're also following the, the inquiry. We'll keep an eye on that. But Lachlan, real quick, this was quite a heavy story. Where can listeners seek support it just was, in case they need it? Absolutely. Look, I and I have friends actually who, you know, because this has been in the news so, so much, 
who they they see something about this and then they have to take a day off work the next day because it really does impact them. It's so, very hard to avoid because it's such a massive mm. story. It just it doesn't go away. So I, I do understand that this story can cause immense distress to victims of sexual assault. And so the National Sexual Assault uh, Family and Domestic Violence Counselling line is 1-800-RESPECT. That's 1-800-737-732. So make sure you do take the time to take care of yourself and assess your media consumption. If listening to reporting on this isn't helpful, it is very much okay to take time away. And before we go, so we'll do our little wrap-up. Listen to our episodes. They're all on Omni, they're all on Spotify, they're all on Apple. They're, they're everywhere. everywhere. All the good podcast platforms. You can't platforms. get rid of us. Also unescapable. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, please let us know what you thought of the show on our social media, Instagram and Twitter, at SinRepresent. And remember to stay, stay political. political. Now, we've got an interview that Lachlan did. Um, uh, I didn't do it. Liz Folds did it. Oh, beautiful. Surprise, surprise Sorry. guest appearance from Liz Folds from the Naughty Road Show. Amazing. Um, yeah. As Parliament returns, we've got a Senate committee looking into barriers that people face into getting an ADHD diagnosis. The Royal Australian College of GPs, or RACGP, has made a submission calling for government reform to fix long waits and high prices. Uh, Liz had a chat with the RACGP's Victorian co-deputy chair, Dr Bindia Sethi, about the challenges that patients face. Um, you have been listening to Represent. Here is that interview. You've been listening to a Sin Media podcast where young people run the show.